deciding who wins the game on this call. Under the call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I am your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. JD! What's going on, brother? How are we doing? Uh, we are uh, surviving. Uh, I am done watching Lamar Jackson, so they can start RG three at this point. Uh, the rest <laughs> of the quarter, that'd be that'd be just fine for me. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, we're we're here. What about you? Oh, you know, I'm uh, I'm doing well. I'm uh, took taking some uh, vacation days here towards the end of the day, year, so I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm watching some football. I'm drinking a beer. We're going out to do some Christmas shopping uh, tomorrow. I don't know why I sound excited about that. Yeah, that was kind of uh, weird. <laughs> but no, life life is is decent. We're getting towards the uh, the final few weeks of the NFL season. We're in uh, full uh, fantasy playoff mode for um, season long leagues. Should we have made it into any positions there? And uh, I don't know. I'm kind of in the holiday spirit. And one week from tonight, I will be in Star Wars land. So, um, well, not I won't physically be in Star Wars okay. land. I was uh, like, wait, what? I, I will be sitting... <laughs> In a theater, uh, enjoying the last okay. of... Okay, that makes uh, more sense. Yeah. So, uh, the last of the Skywalker uh, movies... It's where you're going to find out that Rey is actually a Skywalker. Uh, maybe. But uh, I've, been, I've been saying it since number seven. She's a Skywalker. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's... A whole lot of people are... It's not like that's a unpopular theory, but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it as a big Star Wars geek that I am. Uh, this is me telling you that I won't be able to record next Thursday, so we might have to look at Wednesday or Friday. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you waited till we were recording to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a week away. We've got time to plan. Uh, um, well, now our now our one fan's going to be really disappointed in us. Oh, I know. So. Um, well, since I'm, I'm sure that you're still not drinking, um, true story. I'll go ahead and tell you about this beer that that I've got in front of me. It is called perpetual sounds from phase three brewing out of Lake Zurich. Uh, I know it's not my usual hot butcher that I've been, uh, seemingly stuck on for a while, but this phase three stuff is pretty good. It's a double IPA. With mosaic and amarillo hops, 
it's really well balanced. It's got that fruity tinge that I like from the hazy beers, but it's it's got a little bit of a nice hot bite to it. So pretty glad I picked this one up. Well, that sounds nice, but I'm afraid Hot Butcher is going to unfollow us now that you didn't keep up with the... <laughs> well, don't worry. I have plenty of Hot Butcher in the fridge as well. Uh... I, got, I grabbed... Uh, it's they're okay. They're, they're not actually following us. It doesn't matter. Two, two of their releases <laughs> last week, and uh, certainly we'll be uh, hoping to grab their release from this week <laughs> tomorrow, if if the wife will uh, let me take a little detour while we're out shopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's just part of Christmas shopping, isn't it? That's what I said. I'll be drinking and shopping tomorrow. We'll see what order. I feel like you'd be in a bad remake of Jingle All the Way. Nice. Well, why don't you uh, fill me in on how you've been doing in the fantasy stuff? Guys... Well, uh, I survived. Uh, well, I, I made it into the playoffs in two of my season longs. Uh, I had a bye last week in um, my redraft league. And in one of my dynasty leagues uh, that I actually made it into, I did survive my first round. Uh, and I, I'm on to the second round, which is why I'm ready to see uh, RG3 because uh, the guy I'm playing has Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram, so he's already got 45 points up on me. Uh, so I'm not feeling real great uh, going into Sunday. So uh, other than that, um, my DraftKings has been um, falling rapidly. Uh, I have not been able to do my normal statistical research that I've been doing uh, just, you know, holidays and whatnot. And, uh, it's shown in my results. So, um, hoping to get through this week, maybe grab a win and then get back on it for the last two weeks. All right. Well, playoffs, you never know what could happen. Um, I'm, I'm myself, uh, missed the playoffs in the league that I really was hoping to, uh, make it, and uh, despite the fact that I outscored er- my everyone by my next closest was 130 points away, so uh, yeah, that sucks. But uh, I'm in the playoffs and made it past round one uh, in the podcast league here that we that we did, and. Uh, this week I am going up against our father, so you know it's a whole uh, Star Wars uh, Skywalker Vader theme going on this week. He's just called Dad Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you appreciate it. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> speaking of bad calls here. Uh, oh man, I had a whole lot of them last week. <laughs> This uh, this game is not is not even close, but the refs just uh, I think they missed one here. Um, punt clearly was touched by the Ravens and uh, recovered by the Jets. However, they did not uh, overturn the call. So, not that yeah. I care all that much about this game or the Jets. It just was a bad officiating. 
Well, uh, speaking of also bad call, why is your MVP candidate QB still playing with 13 minutes left when you're up four scores? Come on, Harbaugh. <sighs> Come sorry. on, Harbaugh. So, sorry for your luck. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Russell Wilson will actually play like an MVP candidate himself this week. That'd be nice. Very, very well. He's got a good matchup for it. So Goodness very gracious. Well, very well could be. So, well, um, I, I'll just I'll say as, as far as my results, uh, DraftKings, I, as I mentioned, I, I didn't play very much volume. Um, and uh, it's a good thing because I didn't have, uh, have the time to put, put the lines together. And the one I did uh, that would have been my cash lineup was absolute hot garbage. So, uh, however, Monday night, Monday night, I believe, Monday or Sunday, I can't remember. I think it was Monday night, showdown slate. I uh, I had a really nice lineup that uh, finished 142nd in the big three dollar uh, play action uh, out of out of 120 thousand people. So um, just just really missed uh, hitting the big time. Uh, had uh, had considered some Boston Scott at the two hundred dollar. Uh, punt play level and instead went with uh, Cody Lattimore um, so that uh, that cost me $35,000 but I digress let's move on to this week <laughs> oh brother you got well, any plays this I, week I, I will tell you I had one good lineup last week one good lineup uh, that was uh, it scored 163, uh, and that was only good enough for 20,000th place. Um, but I had the uh, Tannehill to A.J. Brown connection in that one, uh, and the two things that killed me in that one were uh, the Texans, who gave up a ton of points to um, Denver, and uh, Mike Evans getting hurt in the first quarter. I think had that not happened, I really would have had a, had a solid day. But on to this week. Because um, I don't want to discuss how bad my calls were last week, totaling less than uh, 30 points for four players. Um, starting at quarterback, uh, I'm looking at Drew Locke this week. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on the train here. Um, it's pure gut call. Uh, that team and Locke have built some momentum, and uh, they're playing pretty motivated going into a rivalry game. Uh, through his two games, he's averaging eight yards an attempt with uh, five touchdowns to two interceptions. And uh, we know the Chiefs' defense is definitely beatable. Uh, so uh, I'm I think I'm gonna have some GPP shares of uh, Drew Locke this week. Okay, well, um, he has been, uh, uh, I think he's uh, stabilized that, that Broncos team, giving a little bit of a, a punch after, you know, going in and taking taking down uh, Houston. And uh, Was he in that uh, Minnesota game, too? Is that when he came in? Yeah, um, so 
his numbers look a lot better after last week, his first week. He played just fine against a tough team, um, but it was nothing to write home about. So uh, that's why I'm looking at these averages and hoping that it's it's towards the uh, latter side. Well, look, I mean, the guy, you know, he hasn't he's only played a few games so far, but uh, I think he's going to be a fine uh, quarterback. At, at least uh, he looks like he's got some promise. So um, not not hating on that as a as a tournament play. Um, the guy. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, reaching reaching into the wayback machine here for this week, and uh, as as my man Eli Manning has uh, risen from the grave due to uh, the Daniel Jones injury, and uh, I'll tell you what I'm rooting for the guy. Uh, this, this probably uh, I I would assume this is his going to be his swan song here. Uh, here at the end of this season, he's obviously well up for debate. What is uh, his standing in the annals of NFL history are, but but he's got two Super Bowl victories, and uh, he's just like a really, I guess, likable guy. I I'd, I'd say, and uh, beyond all that, he's he's only fifty two hundred. And he gets the gift of the Miami Dolphins as a matchup. Uh, This game has an over-under of 46.5, and and the Giants have an implied team total of 25. Miami has the 32nd-ranked defense uh, in DVOA versus the pass per football outsiders. Miami's giving up 22.52 DraftKings points a game with an 84.6 consistency rating per Fantasy Lab Trend Tools, which basically means that it's it's not fluky. <laughs> uh, there's no weather concerns for this game, uh, and you know the the Eli farewell tour started Monday night against division rival Philadelphia Eagles, where you know. He he had a a great first half, and uh, th- there was it was raining, and you know he didn't do a whole lot after the halftime, but but he didn't look terrible. He's got some weapons uh, on the receiving core, um, so at fifty two hundred, uh, I might even consider him for cash this week. Uh, if if he got to that twenty two point mark you know, four X from my quarterback and allow me to fit in some other players. Uh, could be, could be, uh, tempting for me. That one's interesting. That one's really interesting. Uh, cause you're playing matchup at that point, uh, more than you're playing uh, QB. Um, Interesting note on that is that Daniel Jones has not been ruled out yet. It is unlikely that he is going to play. However, he has not been ruled out yet, and he uh, practiced in limited fashion again today. Okay. So. Well, I mean, you got to always take a look Sunday morning for oh, absolutely. Uh, injury I just, news and, and adjust. I, I was saying that more for I mean, it's just if, the, the if likelihood. Jones plays. 
likely then you play Jones. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked at his pricing or anything like that. Plus, he's got the injury concern. So, um, I'm going to guess that Jones does not play. Um, why would you I'm play? Not. Why Why would you play a guy if there's if there is an injury concern um, in a game that doesn't matter? Well, have you known that, that organization to make wise decisions? Yeah, uh, true story. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna look at it that way, hey, maybe uh, play RG three now, guys. <laughs> you're you're up twenty two with eleven minutes left. What are we doing? <laughs> he's he's uh, racking up some more points on you, bud. What are we doing? Uh, well, while while you um, try to avoid looking at what's going on in television, why don't you give us your running back play for the week? All right, uh, I'm looking at uh, Kenyon Drake this week. Um, the running theme uh, through all of my plays is that they are all under six k, and they are all gut checks. Um, I'm just thinking he's due at this point in time, and the Browns are giving up. 4.8 yards attempt to the running back position. They've given up 11 touchdowns on the year. Um, the last three games, Drake has uh, been on the field for 65-plus percent of the team snaps, uh, and he's just had some tough goes of it against the Rams and Pittsburgh, and the Browns are not those defenses. Uh, so if he's getting that kind of volume at um, that low of a price tag, especially since he does see some work in the receiving game, um, I think he's another good GPP flyer. That's uh, interesting. I haven't really taken a whole lot of look at uh, at Drake at this point. Uh, that that one double hurts. Sorry, uh, Lamar Jackson to Mark Ingram receiving touchdown. Ooh. I'm going to be losing seventy points by the time this game's over. Yo, Jaws. Yeah, that's uh, well. At least, at least you don't have to worry about it next week, bud. So, uh, but back, back to the play here. Um, I think that uh, Kenyon Drake, like I said, hasn't been on my radar yet, so I really can't give you a good definitive. Uh, opinion on him so i'll just refrain and 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 let let everybody take a look at him for themselves um my guy (laughs) i mean i looked at the schedule on monday morning and i said what's coming up next week and i saw seattle and i saw carolina and i said oh well chris carson's gonna be my favorite play of the week it's not gonna be a sneaky play. He's going to be highly owned. Uh, as more and more I look into it, there's no reason for for you not to lock this guy in in cash for sure. At 7,500 playing at Carolina, uh, game is an over under of 48 and a half, and Seattle is implied for 27 uh, points in the team total. Carolina is the 32nd overall 
team versus the rush in DVOA. Um, they're giving up an average of uh, plus 7.5 points above average uh, PPR to running backs um, on the year. That's per Mike Beers. Um, Carolina's given up 24 rushing touchdowns, uh, 1,809 rushing yards. Um, he's up in the top of my uh, model, Chris Carson is, and over his last 10 games, he's averaging plus 3.79 DraftKings points over his expectation. And now there is no Rashad Penny in the backfield. So... Play all of the Chris Carson you can this week. Yeah, uh, matchup and volume. Uh, he hasn't. He's only had one game this year where he's had less than eight attempts. So, uh, and now he's got nobody to take carries from him. So uh, I expect him to eat and eat well. Um, as I mentioned, hopefully this gets. Uh, Russell Wilson to his MVP caliber game and I can get the same amount of points out of Russell Wilson and Chris Carson as I'm seeing Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram get. <laughs> well, cer- certainly is a, is a possibility of a double dip. So um, I'm, I'm hoping, holding out for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Well, why don't uh, we move on to the receiver position? All right. I'm going to do something that I don't like to do here uh, and suggest or look at a bear player. What? Uh, yeah. What? I'm looking at Anthony Miller this week. Um, again, under 6K, so we're looking at 5,100 at Green Bay. Uh, the last two weeks, he's been on the field for 87% and 88% of the uh, offensive snaps. His last three weeks, he's been uh, at 13-plus DraftKings points each week. Uh, in those three weeks, he's gone um, 18 receptions on 26 targets for 259. So um, if he can give you uh, six catches for 80 yards, that puts you right under your 3X already. Uh, if he can manage to get uh, a touchdown or get to that 100 mark, then you easily hit your uh, your 3x. Um, and you know, again, divisional game, uh, and they're starting to use him. Uh, the quarterback that I don't trust is starting to trust <laughs> uh, Anthony Miller. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm uh, I'm I got a lot of a lot of hope out for this this week. I, I'm trying not to get. You know, definitely not going to get cocky, but it is nice to see um, the Bears getting getting a little healthy on the defensive side. Are we going to get some Akeem Hicks? Uh, would be nice to get some pressure on Aaron Rodgers and uh, get some uh, get a max sack attack going. Uh, but I think as we probably all know the Bears typically are going to go the way of their offense. So uh, Miller really has, uh, as teams have tried to focus on shutting down Allen Robinson, Miller stepped his game up. Uh, and that that uh, viable receivers 
really has kind of that receiver pool has kind of shrunk here recently without Gabriel, probably without Wims, I think. Uh, so yeah, I, I could see Miller getting, you know, six to eight catches, even if, even if it's only for like 60 yards, uh, price point could be right. Uh, here's to hoping. I mean, uh, I didn't take advantage of his, uh, uh, surgeons, if you will, uh, and time to get me into my dynasty playoffs. So I'm hoping he pays off for me in DraftKings. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried to fade him on Thanksgiving Day. That didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> but uh, the guy I'm looking at a cheap wide receiver as well, um, and I got uh, Brashad Perryman, uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, wide receiver they are playing um, at Detroit and uh, over the last five weeks Detroit is giving up plus 5.82 uh, PPR points per game per uh, at beers water uh, to the wide receiver two position um, Tampa does not have Mike Evans Um should increase Perryman's role for 4,500 in a game that has an over-under of like, depending um, when you're looking, 46.5 or 45.5. They've got an implied team total of 24.75. Detroit is uh, 24th versus the pass per football outsiders. I, I actually like Perryman regardless of who's quarterbacking for Tampa um, Griffin or or um, Jameis so this guy's uh, another another low price option that I am considering in uh, cash as well as GPP. Yeah, so the interesting thing here is that with no Evans, um, Detroit has to worry basically about Godwin, uh, which will leave Pyramid open a lot, or um, Justin Watson, uh, who I think is also a viable, low-cost GPP play. Um, I don't hate that call. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying I don't hate it. <laughs> Basically, you got Crowder, or uh, Crowder. I'm I'm, just... I'm watching this game that 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 uh, I had I had gone up quite a bit there in the uh, return after the Ingram touchdown, and then just went down just equally as much uh, with the Crowder touchdown. So fun stuff. Anyway. Uh, with with uh, Godwin, you have uh, Darius Slay, who um, will shadow number one receivers, uh, which is another reason why I like Perriman. So let's go ahead and move on to tight end. All right, another play under six K here for you, uh, Austin Hooper, five grand at San Francisco. Um, listen, Hooper's been balling pretty much all year when he's been healthy. 
Um, he didn't get a ton of uh, looks last week. I'm I honestly not sure how much he played because I, I didn't uh, do the full full looking at it. But in his last three games, um, seven targets, five targets, six targets. Uh, and we just saw uh, New Orleans show the rest of the NFL that San Francisco's defense is exploitable with the tight end position. Um, okay. I, what were their first? Who were their first three touchdowns to? Yeah, I get it. Jared Cook, Jared Cook, and then Josh Hill. Look, there's no Calvin Ridley on the Falcons anymore. They just shut him down. I'm not. Here's what I'm not um, shooting down your Hooper play. I'm just saying let's let's maybe look at things a little bit before we say that they're exploitable at the tight end. They had one bad game, but the, the game had 100 points in it. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm saying three touchdowns to tight ends, and one of them was to Josh Hill. I probably got like... Uh, four or five tight ends that I'm really considering this week. Um, can't say that Hooper was was one of them, uh, to be honest. But um, I do uh, – he, he has been – at least in the first half of the season, he was getting a lot of people up to the top of their leagues. So um, – Speaking of guys, I'm considering uh, Tyler Higby. To me, I don't. I'm confused why DraftKings has left him at 3,900 after the last couple of weeks. Um, that that um, Rams Dallas game has an over under of uh, 49, and it's pretty even. They've got uh, the Rams pegged basically as a one point favorite with a 25 point team total. Um, in his last two games without Gerald Everett on the field, Higby's had 21.6 and 26.7 DraftKings points. Uh, Dallas is the fifth worst um, against the tight end um, on the year, giving up uh, plus 2.2 PPR points to the tight end position. Um, so for 3,900, now... If for some reason Everett plays, this you know, I'd I'd be steering away from this. But if Higby's going to be the guy, he's really uh, Goff seems to have found a nice little connection with him. So um, I I don't know. It's like a pricing error to me on DraftKings' part, which with the way they've been pricing tight ends. Uh, it, if if Everett plays, I'm trying to find a way to get Zach Ertz in my lineup. But yeah, Higby is a no-brainer, uh, 100%. As I thought, Chris Carson was. Um, but again, we don't want to talk about the same guy. But um, yeah, it doesn't look like Everett's playing. Uh, he did not practice again today, so it would be amazing if he just all of a sudden played on Sunday. Um, and the the volume at this point in time, he's got 25 targets in the last three games. 
He's been over 100 yards in his last two games. Um, matchup is good. So the, the price is there. I 100% agree with you. I'm not really sure um, why. Although, refresh my memory, the did the this, uh, Rams game was a late game last week. Uh, was it Sunday was night? It, was it Sunday night? Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm wondering if that didn't play its toll in it because I know they, they try to get their pricing out pretty early. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if that's what it was. But if that's the case, you take advantage of it. I, I imagine he'll be fairly chalky. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, I, I could see. Yeah, he's probably going to have ownership. Um, I could, you know, Ertz is going to have ownership. Uh Kittle probably gonna have ownership. Um, th- those those guys are the the top top three though. I, I do kind of uh, like me a little bit of uh, OJ Howard this week. And if, if I really need a, a punt punt play, I'm gonna look at Jeff Hireman if uh, Noah Fant's not gonna play. So interesting. Uh, just with the OJ Howard, if Winston doesn't play, I think Howard takes a huge uptick. Because I think Ryan Griffin will look his way a little bit more often. Yeah, I mean, they're they're down they're down Evans and and Howard is that big fast guy, so it's it's another you know just the, they're um, tightening the windows on their on the target target availability this this is an interesting week for me in DraftKings uh, because of the fact that there are so many injuries uh, teams that are out of it are starting any little thing they're just starting to dump guys onto the IR they're going to get a look at some some of the younger players and everything and that opens up value to where you could do a lot of different things with lineup construction, which I really think that makes uh, this more of a, a fun week like like we were having at the beginning of the season when, when people didn't know, you know, the blueprint wasn't there. You know, it wasn't, you know, in the last five weeks it's been play Christian McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson and Michael Thomas and – you know, squeeze in everything else that you can, or, you know, it's, it's going to be, especially from a GPP standpoint, I think that it's wide open. Yeah. I mean, you're starting to see uh, teams too take a look at some of their other players. Uh, Some of these teams that have been, um, basically eliminated from contention in the last couple of weeks, they start looking to see what they've gotten. Some of their younger players. Uh, so there is some value to, uh, to be found there. If you, if you, uh, do the research on it. Yep. Yep. Well, looking forward to it. I'm going to probably build, uh, I don't know. I think, I think I might try to build 20, GPP lineups uh, for a $1 tournament this week uh, just to see uh, what I can do. Pick uh, three or four quarterbacks and, and and build, you know, four or five lineups around each of them. 
I wish you luck, as I will not be doing that. <laughs> uh, we shall we shall see. Um, but uh, I th- like I said, uh, we, we talked about quite a few value players this week. Um, I, I I had some of the chalky guys. You had some uh, more under the radar guys, but uh, I think that uh, what that says is, you know. Try to find the edge, edge somewhere where uh, um, you don't have to play play the guys that everybody's talking about because um, you can put some balanced lineups out there price wise and and it'll be pretty contrarian. Um, but with that being said, why don't we go ahead and wrap things up, and JD give people. Uh, a little taste of where they can find you on the socials. You know the drill. Find me in those usual spots at JDWest22 on Instagram and Twitter. Great. And you can find me on Twitter at Justin M. West, Instagram, JMW1977, and the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Another Bad Call. Email us Another Bad Call at gmail.com or find the website anotherbadcall.com for jd i'm justin keep on listening so we can help you avoid making another bad call